notice when I do, um, when I run it with silence detection, it tends to cut me off at certain points. Makes it sound kind of weird. So, uh, so you're back in the old Minecraft game, huh? Yeah, I downloaded it because they've updated it and added new things here and there. So it's like, ah, it's one of those games you get into, you fall into a deep Minecraft hole for a while, then you're done. And then you play other games and you go back and you're like, man, I'm going to going to rebuild the entire world this huh. <laughs> I remember um, my my big project that I wanted to do in Minecraft that I never quite finished and I'm kind of bummed out that I didn't finish it um, and I probably could do it now because it'd probably be a hell of a lot easier to do now now that like creative mode has been uh really expounded expanded on because this was back when like this was back this was back in like 2010 uh when i tried doing this like it was like a couple months after it was like no it was like about oh about five or six months after not uh introduced the game and so and put it up for sale i wanted to try to build uh you know in the anime magic knight ray earth uh, yeah. You know that giant upside-down castle? Oh, yeah. I tried building that. Hmm. And and it, it didn't go too well. So I kind of gave up on it. And then I and then I got burned out on Minecraft, I think, like, a couple years later. And I've tried to get back into it. I've tried to get back into it with you guys and stuff. And it, it, it never, it never stuck. clicked with me. And they, yeah, it never stuck with me again, which is um, like, which is unfortunate, but you know, so it goes. I'm just yeah. trying to find a cave. <laughs> so yeah, that I, I can like start, because it's all well and good when you have oh, it's this nice forest and there's water. Yeah, there's no caves and you're in a big forest. That really limits what you can do. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You're good on your first night, but you're gonna want to find some metal pretty soon. Yeah. Um, it's midday, and I have not found a cave yet. So. So, I've seen that. I was just expecting when I saw this when when this character drops. I expected a group of people from another game to get really irked and pissy about it but that didn't actually happen I've, I've seen a but I have seen a bunch of World War 2 historians and World War 2 nuts kinda lose their shit over this and that's the introduction of the of uh... of Iowa to Kantai collection USS Iowa has been added to your waifu ship simulator yes yes uh, the largest, uh, the largest and most powerful battleship ever in the U.S. Navy is now a a big boobed anime girl in the in the big boob battleship anime girl game that for some reason is not released here in the states, which I think is a an atrocity. I think it would do very well over here. But yeah. Japan. yeah, I kind of figured that people who play World of Warships would be kind of irked by it, but they don't really care. 
it's like World War II people who are just like, oh, fuck this shit. Now we're going to get a whole bunch of weebs coming in into our thing. And it's like, no, they were, and I'm just like, well, they, well, I, I kind of just thought to myself, I was like, well, they were kind of already here. Kantai Collection's been around for a couple years, and it's, it's already had, like, World War II ships in there. It's had all the Jap it's had all the, uh, Japanese and German and Italian ships. It's just people are kind of freaking out now because it's an American ship. Well, I mean, they gotta ex have some sort of, uh, well, I, I, I think people are kind of surprised because, yeah, it's always, it's been, like, all the Axis powers, and now there's an enemy ship in the game, and she's actually friends with the other ships. Um, well, I mean, in the, the Kantai collection, like, world, it's... Yeah, there's no, it's not necessarily they're fighting each other, they're fighting an outside, they're, I don't know exactly what's going on in the game, but they're, they're not fighting each other, they're fighting... They're Some, fighting aliens. Yeah, they're fighting aliens. But people were kind of... I mean, I can understand why people were surprised, because, y you know, in World War II, most of the war between Japan and the United States was the navies. Was the Imperial Navy versus the U.S. Navy. So it, it's kind of weird to have, like... It, if you kind of look at it from, like, a nationalist perspective, it's kind of weird to have one of the ships that killed a bunch of Japanese ships in the game. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, the USS Iowa does have a track record. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I don't think Japan really gives much of a fuck, though. I think it's uh, the people who play Kantai Collection, the people who make Kantai Collection don't really give a fuck. You know, it's not like Gates. You know, where I don't think you would see something like this happening in Gates. You know, Eventually, when America gets portrayed in force and gate, America's going to be the enemy. I mean, yeah. we know that. They've, they've already kind of... Set that up. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the United States and Russia and China. Um, but yeah, here it's sort of like, who gives a fuck? You know, we... we you know, she's the USS Iowa. She's American. She's the largest battleship in the U.S. fleet. That means... Her, her boobs are just fucking huge. She's fucking kawaii. And she's kawaii as fuck and sounds in no way like someone from Iowa. I will just say. <laughs> I, I, I've seen... I, I've, I've, I've talked to an Iowan. They don't sound like that. <laughs> um, and now people are speculating what's going to be the next American ship and... People are, everybody's like saying, oh, it's going to be the USS Nimitz because you, they had to put it in, they, they're going to have to put it in a carrier. It's like, you know, one battleship, one carrier, one cruiser, one destroyer, that kind of makes sense. Though I would love to see the USS South Dakota class in there. That would kind of be like, haha, that's pretty cool. Because that, the USS Iowa class, or the Iowa class, uh, replaced the South Dakota class. Okay. So, it, I guess that could be, like, extra DLC if they do that. Uh, at the end of the day, that doesn't really, it doesn't really matter to me at all. It really shouldn't matter to me at all because I... Well, I can play Kantai Collection. I can play the Kantai Collection because they have it on the PS Vita. 
The only thing is, is that it's in Japanese only. So I'd have to have a guide to play it. And as far as I know, there isn't a guide yet that I can use. So that would be my best option. And I'm probably not going to invest that much time into it. I'm just, I'm just going to stand by the sidelines and wait for all the screenshots of the big-titted American ships to come in. Big American titties. Knock, knock. It's the United States with, bo with huge boobs and with guns. Gun boobs. I love that video. So, a lot of games, a lot have, a lot of games have come out this month. That has, uh, that's kind of surprised me, because um, I, I, a lot of them I didn't really expect. I mean, I was expecting Pro Project Cross Zone Two, which I just realized for like the past couple years I've been saying that wrong. I kept saying that saying Project X Zone. No, it's Project Cross Zone, and I'm like, holy shit. Why didn't I see that? Um, so I've been playing that. That's, it's really good. If you, if you really liked Project Cross Zone 1, you will really, really enjoy this one. And if you've never played Project, Project Cross Zone 1, uh, and you just want to jump into 2, you can do that. Because as far as I've seen, there hasn't been any direct connection between the two. So you could you could go with either one, and they're they're pretty damn good, and there are uh, I'm trying to think there are 56 characters and and two. My favorite being um, Phoenix Wright because I kind of like Fe I kind of like because here's the thing is like nearly all the characters they have in there are fighters. But Phoenix Wright, he's a lawyer. A super Hi lawyer. Yeah, him and him and Maya, they're well, he's a lawyer and she's a paralegal, they're not fighters. And they make up this really convoluted like this isn't spoiling. It's just really funny because like for the first couple chapters, all that Phoenix can do is run away. He can't fight. So all the other fight, everybody else has to protect him, and it gets to the point where they're like, "We can't, we can't fight and protect you at the same time." So, and this is the chapter where they meet Morgan, and Don, no, not Dante. Um, it's uh, uh, the the vampire dude from Dark Soccer's. I, uh, I, uh, Dimitri. Dimitri. Yeah, they meet. Uh. Uh, Dimitri and Morgan get introduced and that's where it's like okay shit's getting way too intense we can't protect you you know we're gonna have to do something and Morgan uh, sees a necklace that Maya's wearing and, and basically just enchants it and it's like oh hey now you guys can fight now and that's how they f and it actually turns their super lawyer skills and actual combat moves like 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 that's literally like he just slaps lawsuits and cease and desists and objections and they cause like tons of damage nice. and it's 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 the greatest it's so much fun it's so much fun to play that game 
I haven't gotten to the point where apparently there is a character in the game who uh, was the um, who was the guy in the Sega Saturn commercials. Sagata Sanshiro. Yeah, Sagata Sanshiro. And I'm pretty... Because I, 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 I've seen some of the commercials from him, and I'm just like, holy shit, I kind of want to play this guy and see how much he says, you must play Sega Saturn. You must play Sega Saturn. Um, yeah, so that's that's been pretty good. Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, I haven't had a chance to play any of the re-release Pokemon games yet. Uh, though that's pretty, that's one thing that's really cool about them is that, as far as I know, they're pretty much unchanged, except for you can upload Pokemon uh, to the Pokemon Bank. So Pokemon you catch in there, you can upload and bring into like X and Y, y or. Alpha Sapphire and Mega Ruby, which is really neat. But mm -hmm. otherwise, I think they're pretty much unchanged. Uh, <laughs> Knuckle Power 2's out. Yeah, get that going on. Yes, get 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 the get to have sex with cat girls. Cat girls, and yeah. Yeah, you can. Apparently, the 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 big character in this one is the uh, is the side characters from the first volume. Um, I forgot their names. The big one with the big tits. <laughs> the big the big cat girl with the big tits, and then the little cat girl with like the no tits. Uh, what the fuck were they called? I forgot. Uh, shit, come on. Uh, okay, the big one with the big tits was called Coconuts. And I don't remember what the other one was called, but I know you can have sex with the big one. Because I saw, I've already seen, I've already seen the patch for it. And I don't know if I really want the, I don't know if I want this. Because I'm looking at my profile right now on Steam. Uh,. Oh, you know, oh, Saverin now owns Secrets of Grindia. Yeah, I figured I'd pull the trigger on that one. Yeah. Uh, where's my achievements? Yeah, perfected games. I have three perfected games, and they're all Knuckle Power Zero, Necro Power One, and some other visual novel. I don't know if I want to add a fourth to that, that just yet. I figure I should probably put another game in there that's not creepy as fuck. And make and make my parents ashamed of me. <laughs> I am a monster. Uh, also been playing Disgaea PC. I played the uh, play about an hour of that, uh, and that's that's a good that's a good conversion. That's a good port. Well, okay, it's 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 a good it's a perfectly serviceable port and it has achievements and all that good shit. You know, lots of lots of stuff in the settings you can change a lot of things in the settings um my only complaint with it is if you use your mouse to navigate like it's sort of like a very simple like what you would do in marvel heroes or uh, diablo 3 where 
you click and they go to the they go to the spot. Um, the only problem is is if you click at a spot that's like really far away from them, they'll whip over there and it's kind of disorienting. Huh. <laughs> it's both really funny and kind of disorienting. Uh, but you get just you know just mind where you're clicking and or you could just use the keyboard or you can use the controller. You know, it they both work just fine. Um, yeah, that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh, pretty good game. The Sky PC. Uh, also been playing Super Hot. How is that? Cause like I'd seen it as sort of like this stylish. You only move. It's very like, it's very low it's very low poly it's very low poly uh, very simple simple uh, stages. Um, the best way I could describe it is, yeah, you only, the time only passes when you move, um, which means, like, you get put in the situations where there are a certain number of dudes, and they all want to kill you, and you have a one-hit kill, uh, if you get hit in any way, you die, and you have to restart, so there's a, there's a certain number of dudes who are trying to kill you, and basically, you have to plan out the best way to kill them all without yourself dying. So you'll be like, okay, I'm in this bathroom, there's a dude in front of me, I'm gonna punch him to death, and then I'm gonna run over, I'll grab this bottle, smash it over this other guy's head, gr while his gun is flying through the air, I'll grab it, use it to shoot the guy behind the bar with the shotgun, I'll shoot him in the head, um, and then shoot the guy that comes out from behind him, from the back, from the back of the bar, shoot him, okay, this gun only has two bullets, so I'll throw the gun at the guy coming into the bar to stun him, and then I'll grab the pool, I'll, I'll grab the pool balls from the, from the billiards table, and throw them at him until he dies, and... And then grab the katana from the garbage can and slice up the other people. And the only way you know that all those people are there is because you've already tried this about ten times and you've died. So it's almost like um, it's a, it's like a puzzle. <laughs> it's like a puzzly Hotline Miami two. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good comparison. It's like Hotline Miami two, except you can pause you, the game stops when you don't move, so you can plan things out. Yeah, yeah, it's and and the satisfaction you get when you're able to um, beat a level is 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 wonderful. And at the end, uh, you can actually see it play out in real time. See, so it, it makes you look like you're a fucking master because nice. it's like because it's like. Yeah, it doesn't show, uh, like, when you look at the replay, it doesn't show every time you pause. It just shows you, you take out one guy, you smash the ball over the head of the other guy, you grab his gun from midair, and you, you, you look like you're a fucking Superman, when in reality, you, you spent, like, two minutes doing that. And, and it shows it play out in a matter of, like, 15 seconds. And uh, they actually have a thing, uh, I wish they had a way you can share it, just, like, like, you can like X. I as far as I'm, I haven't seen if you could do this yet. Um, but I, I wish you could like just export the replay as just like a video file, 
but yeah, it's gonna be like check out this hot shit that I just pulled off. Yeah, check out this awesome shit that I pulled off. But they actually have a a site that you can go to and watch replays that people upload to. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find it right now. Um, yeah, it's called uh, Killstagram. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's called Killstagram. Yeah, I'll send you a link to it, and uh, you can watch a few kills. Like, um, yeah, like this first one is uh, Mad Corridor. It probably took, yeah, it shows how long. Okay, yeah, this is really cool. It shows, uh, yeah, this whole video takes four and a half seconds, but the actual time it took him was uh, 48 seconds with the pauses. Let's see, let's see. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Killstagram is really great because you can see how other people have uh, beat the levels, uh, and that can help you out. I'm just waiting for it to load. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, what I actually did, I kind of... Uh, went around Steam, I went over the Green Man Gaming, and I went and, uh, I went and bought it off of Green Man Gaming, because I got 10% off, and then I used their 20% off code, so I got for 30% off over at Green Man Gaming. Okay, weird. Like, if I click it... It plays? No, like, if I have it, if I mouse over it, it, uh, it plays, but if I, like, click on it and let it, it make it go big, it doesn't play. Let me see. Oh yeah, that does the same with me. Yeah, I can't. I can't play it if I click on it. If I mouse over. If you mouse over it, you can watch it just fine. Which I guess is okay because again, it's really low poly and very simple textures, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it is impressive though, like bouncing guns off people's faces and stuff. Yeah, I haven't been able to do that yet. I wish I could do that, but I haven't. So, but, uh, yeah, this, yeah, Killstagram is, is just, you, you don't have to own the game to play it either. You can, uh, you can just come here and watch and see how people have done it. So, yeah, and it, it, what's really great is that it, there's no, there's no story, well, there is a story. There is a story in the game. It, it's sort of like a Pony Island kind of thing where it's, it's lots of weirdness going on, but, if you just want to go in and just play a level, you can do it. You just go straight in, and you can play a level, and that's that's really cool. But yeah, there is there's like a Pony Island esque weird story, you know, things going on behind the scenes that aren't you know things don't seem like what they are and all this stuff. I haven't gotten into that yet. I'm just mostly been practicing like specific levels because that's kind of what you have to do um to get good to get good to get to get to get the goods um so yeah yeah uh haven't played fire emblem fades yet i don't know if i'm gonna play that right away uh not because of all the shenanigans and the controversy just because i've got a lot on my plate already 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing. It's like, I bought Legends of Grandia, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done that, but it looks fun. I'll, it'll be all right. I'm like, oh, fuck, damn it. <laughs> well, it's like, I really want to pick up Stardew Valley that just dropped on Steam. I really want to get that because uh, Stardew Valley is, it, it's it's Harvest Moon. It's 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 a clone of Harvest Moon, and uh, you know it was made in RPG Maker. I mean, it it looks like it looks like it. It obviously was, um, but just it looks really good, uh, really good, re really good reviews. And um, one of the things I like is that they re is that it doesn't have uh, the whole uh, can't gay marry. Like, if you want to, you can you can hook up with whoever you want. You know, it doesn't ha it doesn't do that weird thing that Harvest Moon does, where it's like, at first it's like, oh no, same sex marriages, and then they're like, okay, you can do same sex marriages, but only if you're a girl. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, I I forgot which Harvest Moon it was where they introduced same sex marriage, but it was only if you were a girl. Uh, lesbians are hot. Yeah, let me look. Same same gender marriage. Uh, let's see. Oh wow, there's lots of articles about this. Why am I not surprised? Uh, I I think that's what it was. I'm not sure. Okay, no, no, no. I was wrong. Uh. Okay, I was wrong. No, there's a Harvest Moon hack that it that brings in same-sex marriage, but only for if you're a girl. <laughs> Which it's like, okay, that kind of makes more sense. That was a hack than uh, than anything else. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's a thing. Uh, there's same-sex marriage in there. Um, but yeah, it, it it's basically uh, it's basically just uh, just Harvest Moon. And I'm just like, that's good enough for me. It's Harvest Moon, and it looks good, and doesn't look like the crappy 3D ones, which is great. So, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Works for me. Works for me. Um... So does the... Uh, does the hack only allow for lesbians? Is that it, or was it... I think so. I, I uh, Actually, I'm not too sure where I heard that. Oh, that's uh, still pretty funny. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll have gay marriage, but only if they're hot lesbians. Yeah, only if they're scissoring. <laughs> and oh, I just saw Factorio's on uh, on Steam now. I remember mentioning that on uh, Notcast last week. Yeah, and uh, it uh, it apparently is like the second best reviewed game ever on Steam, or something like that. It's a very melt your brain game. <laughs> I mean, as you can see from the screenshots, it's, it's a very, it's a very that kind of game. Also, Masters of Master of Orion, the uh, reboots on early access now, and it's being developed by Wargaming. Huh. Wargaming.net is developing it. The guys behind, um, the guys behind World of Warships and World of Tanks are doing it. Which. That might uh, be which is cool, and if you get if you buy it now, and I think they're actually this is going to just be a thing they do. If you buy the reboot, which is an early access, um, 
you get that you get that game you get the reboot uh you get masters of orion one two and three as well huh oh which I mean, is which is really cool if you like those games yeah sure nobody likes masters of orion three <laughs> Uh, Masters of Orion 3 was a game where you could just hit next turn and win the game. It was, there was very, it was way, 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 way too easy. So it was dummy mode? Yeah, it was just dummy mode. I really liked, uh, Masters of, Masters of Orion 2 was my favorite. I love that. I love that game. I used to play the uh, not human, sexy humans, the space elves. Okay. I forgot what I they don't were have from. a background with this series, so I'm just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If if you were a fan of uh, Masters of Orion two, uh, might want to check it out. Might be pretty good. Might. So, uh, were you able to get the free Sega games? Uh, it turns out most of them I already had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, which one did I get? I got, like, one for free. Yeah, I ended up getting, uh, let's see, Renegade Ops, Dead Set Radio. Actually, I didn't have any of them but the Viking game, Viking Battle for Asgard. So I got uh, eight of the nine games that I didn't have. I mean, they're Sega games, so you're good luck putting any of them online for YouTube or whatever. But no, they're hey, they're fun. free. Yeah, I, I'm really disappointed though that uh, apparently it's very difficult to uh, import uh, custom spray paints into uh, Jet Set Radio, which is actually really sad because it's the perfect game that should allow easy input. Oh, there's got to be a hack for that. Uh... Yeah, jet yeah, jet set radio custom graffiti. Uh hang on, I let's see, uh Yeah, there's a program called Image to Graffiti. Convert an image into a jet set radio graffiti bin file. Oh. It's well. on it's on Google code. Uh, here, I'll send you a link to it. Because, I mean, if you're and... going to spray paint, why not spray paint your waifu? Yeah, and here's the, uh, here, here's the uh, thread on uh, Steam, on, on the Steam community. Yeah, there's a way to do it, but, yeah, it's kludgy, and you have to use a third-party, you know, uh, program to do it, but you can do it. It says, yeah, it'd be great if Sega introduced that from the get-go. Which they didn't. So. Well, I mean, basically all they did was import a uh, Dreamcast, or like basically spit a Dreamcast game out onto PC. Yeah, that's really all they did. Um, so I've heard uh, Street Fighter Five is a pretty hot mess. Yep. Because it was just like, oh, we got to get this out for the March tourneys. And we're not going to include half the game. And it's sounding like all that shit they didn't include is going to be coming up and paid for DLC. Which is not that good. What 
the fuck, Capcom? It's really disappointing, too, because... I mean, they rushed it out for the uh, uh, tournament scene. Yes. That's really what they did. And... Yeah, that's that's the only reason it's out now. But they've had loads of issues otherwise. Yeah, they've had uh, netcode issues. They've had controller issues. Oh, man. Especially on the PC. Like, uh, like if you want to use if you want to use a hitbox, you have to use third-party mapping software, and like, was a PS4 controllers don't work on it or something? Um, and I, I saw like Dave's basically a day one tournament thing, uh, and they they spent literally 20 minutes trying to get this guy's pad working because he had a PS4 stick or pad, and yeah. Oh my god, it <laughs> Yeah, and this is this is basic shit. This is like stuff you need to have nailed down like back in alpha. It's controller inputs, especially on a fighting game. Yeah, it's 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 gone pretty bad uh so far. It it needs a, it needed another month or two. You know, this this was this was not a very uh, smart thing they did, but Oh well, they Which did it. It's like, you know, everyone's wanting a new Street Fighter Alpha. Well, technically, here's Street Fighter V in Alpha. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then there's also the whole thing with the cutscenes, which, um, uh, what the hell's the artist's name? He he did he did a bunch of them. He's actually done all of them, I think. Yeah, the guy that did the art has been the guy that's been doing the art for a very very long time. Except he's just, I guess lost his spark and in his age. Well, it's not that he lost his spark, it's that he from what I understand, from what people have been saying, it's uh, I'm trying to, uh, Bingus uh, Bingus is his name, I think yeah, Bingus um, it's not that he lost his spark, is that he was given like like, just like a, like no time to do it, maybe? Yeah, yeah, like a month to do them. Yeah, well... You know, and that's why they look... That's why they shows. Yeah, because they, they, they look they look like storyboards. They don't look like finished work. They look like storyboards. Because if you look at what he's done before, it, it looks awesome. You know, like what he did for, uh, you know, for Dark Stalker, Darkstalkers, Marvel vs. Capcom... It's like he does good work. It's just he had no time to do uh, Street Fighter Five. And as far and as far as I've heard, the story mode is just complete garbage anyway. So yeah, it's like a total of maybe three fights. Yeah, yeah. They're all generally prequel, and they show off all these skins that you can't get yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty big mess. Pretty big mess. Um, let's and see. Oh. I gotta say, finding a uh, usable world in Minecraft is difficult. This time it's put me in the middle of a volcano field. Oh, lovely. Well, you'll find plenty of metal there. Yeah. <laughs> and lava. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things where... Lots of games coming out right now, and just so many games, a little time. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's what ends up. That's uh, well. First off, I'm not complaining. It's, oh no. Yeah, I'm. It, it's great. It's great. I like that. I like that there are a lot of games coming out. Just uh, it almost makes you well. Fuck, it ain't that how life is? Either have all the time in the world and no money, or all the money and no time. And it's like right now I'm in the latter part, and it's like, oh come on guys, please. Why can't I be the one percent? So. Oh, that's right, Far Cry Primal's coming out. That... Uh, yeah, that one, it seems... It, it seems like a stopgap game, almost. Right? Like, hey, it, we're gonna it, do it's... this newly only... It seems like a blood dragon. It, that's what it feels like to me. It feels like a blood dragon. It doesn't feel like a full, a full release game. Like... Paying sixty dollars for it, I don't think really justifies it. I mean, it looks awesome. It looks great. You know, it looks really, really interesting. Um, but I don't think it's a sixty dollar game. I mean, wasn't Blood Dragon like twenty or thirty? Oh, I want to say it was twenty. I mean, I could see Far Cry Primal being like a $30 game, um, but not a $60 game. Let me see what Blood Dragon came out as. Uh, release price. Uh, oh, that can't be right. It wasn't $15. I, think... I mean, it's supposed to... it was really short and small. Yeah, it was like a couple hours, but oh, maybe it was uh, maybe it was twenty dollars. Yeah, because it was only like maybe three hours at the most. I mean, it was a good it was a good game, you know. But yeah, for for some reason, I don't. Yeah, Far Cry Primal just doesn't feel like uh, it, it, it's worth the the price there. Um, they're they're wanting for it. Well, I mean, it's a full price game that doesn't really have a full price premise. And actually, it was uh, Jeff Grossman was talking about it. Like, I beat the game and didn't know that I did. Yeah. Like oh, I my. did something out of order and I beat the game. Oh my god. Okay, so game the game theorists uh, they put out a video. It was a it was a it was a sponsored video uh, from Ubisoft uh, uh, that they um, were he he made the theory that uh, the main character Takar in Far Cry Primal is the very first assassin in Assassin's Creed. And again, it's a game theorist video. You either like it or you hate it. But one of the things you need to do is never take him, never take their theories too seriously. Yeah. Well, that's just a theory. Yeah. Not a game theory. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like actual news sites are picking up on it. <sighs> For Forbes, Forbes has written an article uh, about 
A new theory makes Far Cry Primal Sakaar the very first assassin. It's like, you're Forbes. Why are you reporting on YouTube videos? Well, that were made that, that became were... a blogging platform. Yeah. I guess. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it... I mean, Ubisoft would love to tie all their stuff together that way. Well, and they said before that... Wait, was it Ubisoft that said that all their games... No... It was some other company that was saying that all their games are in the same universe. I, for, I forgot which company it was. I know it wasn't... I'm pretty sure it wasn't Ubisoft, though. But, um... No, it's like... You know, game the Game Theorist channel is really fun to watch. I like watching it. It's fun. It's, it's just... It's fun... You know, speculation... And, and that's that. You know, just... It's like, huh, that was interesting, and then you just move on with your day. And you have to remember that a lot of times they're fucking wrong. Like, in this very video, this very far, this, this, this video on Far Cry Primal, they got the one thing wrong where, um, he claims that Far Cry Primal takes place, uh, I think he said in the Caucasus? I think he, I think he said either in N in, in either in, in the Caucasus or like Central Asia mm -hmm. whereas the development team were like no that were specifically said yeah Far Cry Primal takes place in Eastern Europe because they wanted set where you could where you had both a a thick forest and a glacier you could go to and the only place where that where the environment was like that, ten, you know, twelve thousand years ago, was in Eastern Europe, where there was a glacier receding, and right, uh, right behind it was a very lush and and thick forest that had you know woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers and all that stuff. So they were like very speci They specifically said it was like, no, this you know this game takes place in Eastern Europe specifically. In Slovakia, huh? And it's like, and then you know, in game theory, we're like, oh, it takes place in Central Asia. It's like, no, you, you guys are wrong on that. But you know, you you know, it's just a YouTube channel. It's just a theory. <laughs> a game theory. God, I still love how people on Tumblr just lost their shit at the at the Sans's Ness video. And, and you know that that was like, you know what? Let's just throw this out here, and we're gonna get like literally a million hits. Yeah, yeah. And actually, let's see. And I think I think channel. he got uh, I think he got several million hits. Let me see. Uh, he got. Please don't all play. Two point six million hits. Hits. Two point six million views. That, Jesus Christ. that is a lot of money. I'm sure that paid his staff well. Yep. And people on Tumblr got their panties in a bunch about it. So, go on, you guys. You guys made them a ton of money. Um, but nah, it's like, no. You know, it, it's like you're on Tumblr and you'll see these posts come across your dash where it's like, People really hate 
game theorist, or they really hate Total Biscuit, or they really hate like Joel from Vine Sauce, or or Gaijin Goomba, or mm. whoever on on YouTube, and it's like, it's like, then don't fucking watch it. See, this is it. Just blows my mind, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're old old fucks. Lol. Yeah. And yeah. we don't have time to be like, I'm like. Who the fuck are these people? Well, it's like, I know who all these people are, and I'm like... Look, I know who they are, I know they're content creators, but I'm like, I don't have... Yeah, we don't have the time to watch them, and the stuff I do watch from them, it's like, okay, that's their thing, you know, let's, moving on, you know? Huh, that's, that can't be right. What? Oh, one of my... Uh, I was looking at YouTube, obviously... Um, oh. <laughs> and I was like, one, the little look at this video got more views in its first two days than your other videos in the last six months. I'm like, that, that's not right. I don't think. <laughs> well, well, you on you, dude. You're, you're, you're getting the numbers up there. Yeah. I, I've, I've crossed the mountain, but now I'm like in a valley, but going back up. Yeah. But like, you know, I see so much like vitriol and hatred to, towards these guys. And it's like, they're just doing this for fun, and they happen to get paid for it. Well, like... And some of them have turned it into a business. I'm sure that a lot of people, a lot of it comes from jealousy. Like, I play video games, why can't I do that? Well, you can do that, but it takes time to get there. These dudes have been doing this bullshit for years. Yeah, and, and I, think the, I think the worst of it is the people who, like, really... Who, who get on, like, Gaijin Goomba. Because... Yeah, Gaijin Goomba is a fucking weirdo. I, I I won't deny that. I mean, you know, he's got an OC who's who's a who's a Goomba, or I think he actually is like a Karibo or something uh, from like Super Mario World. I forget. You know, he's got he's got this OC that's a Goomba, and he's been to Japan, so he talks about Japan a lot and talks about the history a lot. So yeah, he's he's a weeb. He's a fucking weeb. You know. And then, along with that. and then, you know, he, he, he's, he's got a wife, he has a wife, you know, he's married, you know, has a wife, she has a husband, you know, they're together, and she has her own OC, which is a female Goomba with big tits. Okay. And... Oh my god, you're sexualizing Mario! Yeah, that's literally what it is, it's like, oh my god, he sexualizes a Goomba, and they, I, I just see, like, I just see like people like making up these theories about like oh he you know he forces his OC on her and all this is like and I, I just I just looking at these I'm looking at these people I'm like was I this bad when I was when I was this young was I this conspiratorial and just bitter and angry when I was when I was their age and part of me wants to say yes, but the other other part, it's like, no, I don't think I was. I don't think I obsessed over a dude on the internet this much. See, the thing is, I can guarantee you that you didn't, because neither one of us had the internet until we were in our mid-teens. Yeah. Probably. And so, we didn't have the opportunity to be obsessive children 
about dudes on the internet because well the internet really didn't kind of exist well it did exist but it wasn't as it was like go social go. media didn't exist yeah the and social YouTube media didn't part exist. didn't exist and well and what really kicks me it's like okay it could be all for laughs and jokes but there is a bit of seriousness here and it it it, it, it it, it's the it's the same vibe I got from when bronies got so much heat for porn mm -hmm. because it's like they say like oh he sexualized a goomba you know I wish he would fucking go away or die or something because he sexualized a goomba meanwhile they're drawing fucking sparkle dogs with their dicks getting sucked and it's like. It's like you you got you got this gray and black, you know, transgendered wolf, with green hair, getting her dick sucked, you know, by another sparkle dog, and you're and you're gonna tell this guy, who drew a goomba with tits to kill himself. Yes. And yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen because this is like, Tumblr. Consistency is not people's strong suits. Yeah, consistency is not a strong point. You know, it's just, and it exists because Tumblr exists. That's just what Tumblr is. Tumblr is a place, is a magical little hell where this takes place. And hopefully within the next year, Tumblr goes out, goes out of business and shuts down. Because Yahoo is going like, what the fuck did we just buy? You spent how much on this shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, Tumblr's... Tumblr, Tumblr's days are numbered, and it's like, yeah, you know, I have an art blog here, I host this podcast, I mean, well, I don't host the podcast on Tumblr, but the blog for this podcast is on Tumblr, and it's like, you know, even though I have a lot invested in Tumblr, it's like, I, I would be totally fine if it all just shut down tomorrow, because you know what, I can move my stuff over to another platform, I can go to Fur Affinity and post my shit there, and I could still post everything up on Twitter. I would be fine if Tumblr just went away. And maybe all of these kids with their sparkle dogs and their gender of the day can finally go outside, or not even go outside, go to other parts of the internet and actually learn things about the real world and learn about what and, and just get like a dose of reality and just be like you know just just stop being whatever the fuck it is they are on tumblr just it's like stop it's it's like it's like it's like the green screen of filthy frank it's like just stop <laughs> just fucking stop it's time to stop. Where the fuck are your parents? I'm calling child protection. It's, you know, it's just, yeah. Oh, that'll be a great day when Tumblr finally dies. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Damn kids. Yeah, damn kids. So, how have things been with you? Outside of Vigi games, uh, quite good. I, I am like 
got whole bunches of projects lined up that I'm in the process of working on. I just finished up the fifth and final book in the uh, Out of Position series. So that's that's done with. And uh, the author was joking around like, God, I have to fucking add uh, back. It's like, all right, no, no. The, you know, there's not going to be any more books with these guys. It's series is over. I've got other stories to fucking tell. And I like, yeah, they, they had to go back to their home planet and died on the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I have my projects, my channel that I'm working on, but I have, well, like I've been taking the time to really study how other people who do who are like, I have a cartoon character that's not really animated, but I use him, I use him as a mouthpiece to say what I have to say. And so I've been looking at like, okay, how many, how many actual drawings of this character do they use? And stuff like that, and just working on that. Um, but also I've been kind of holding back on really doing anything as far as uploading to YouTube. Because YouTube has kind of been... They've been having some issues. They've been having some issues, some abuse, some people really abusing the system, and YouTube doesn't really seem to care. Yeah. And I'm Acquiescing just... Acquiescing to constant takedowns and copyright claims on everything. Yeah, it, it's like, um, you know, I Hate Everything uh, was temporary temporarily deleted uh four star team four star nostalgia critic uh nerd cubed uh well and this all started with total biscuit he's had videos taken down before over this exact same shit uh jim sterling uh miracle sound um and i think the with the miracle sound thing uh it was taken down by a company who claim to represent an him. artist who not him but an artist he was friends with and that and that artist specifically gave him permission to upload the video and uh, this company took it down and um i forgot uh and, and uh shit uh another guy had his video taken down because uh the video he had up had a had a Beethoven track in it, a clip from a Beethoven symphony, and it was taken down by a guy who used the same clip in a remix and then claimed copyright on it. Even though this was a royalty-free piece because it was fucking Beethoven. Yeah. And it, I recall that particular anecdote. Yeah, it's just. There's so much shit going on, and it's just like you know what I don't wanna, because this is this is a series. This is what I'm starting to do is something that I kind I I want to monetize, and if if YouTube is gonna act the way it is, I'm just not gonna upload until this shit gets sorted. Yeah, it certainly had a chilling effect on a lot of creators, because you know. Well, and I think um, this actually happened today. Um, uh, let me look on his Twitter account. He posted. He may have posted on Twitter with a link to a video, and then immediately deleted it. And the tweet was uh, was update. I'm leaving YouTube, and then it was deleted about like 
two minutes later. So, I don't know if he's leaving YouTube, but uh, it sounds like NerdCube is getting pretty sick of this shit. Yeah, I saw that he said uh, something about a reboot, and I'm like, oh, interesting, okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, yeah, it's just... And that guy's got a lot of fucking subs. He's got a lot of subs, and really, they need to... YouTube needs to remember that that um, the reason YouTube is so big is because of people like NerdCubed, like you know Jim Sterling, like I Hate Everything, like Grade A Under A. You know these 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 small time guys who just so happen to luck out and be able to make money uh, doing what they do, doing what they love, is what makes YouTube number one they need to remember that and, and they also need to punish they need to punish the people who are making these false claims because as grade A under A's video shows and by the way go go watch grade A under A grade A under A go watch his videos on YouTube They're, they are his his videos are are amazing um, but as he states in his video what these people are doing is illegal and they need to be taken they they need to be charged be taken the task they need to be taken the task and that's just not happening and there's so many rules that are being and, and because youtube is letting all of this happen now uh and this is what grade a under a does specifically and now a lot of people are also making huge lie of this as well, is that a lot of the community guidelines that YouTube uh, has 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 up are people are pointing out that they're all being violated. Like, um, yeah, there's there's seven there's seven rules. They're the seven commandments of YouTube. You know. Uh, where you don't do these things no nudity no violent or graphic content or no nudity or sexual content no violent or graphic content no hateful content no spam uh misleading metadata and scams no threats uh no copyright violations and no harmful or dangerous content and he has plenty of examples there's so many examples of so many videos violating all of these you know, like with the copyright, you have legitimate copyright violations from reaction channels. Oh, not, God, I hate those things. And not talking about Hee Hee Productions or even the Fine Bros. I'm talking about like where the guy just literally just sits there and watches the entire video. Yeah, there's um. Whereas, guy... yeah, whereas Hee Hee and and Fine Bros, they they put work into the into their reaction videos, and their actual reaction videos. It's not you watching somebody watch a video and there's so many video there's so many youtubers that violate the nudity and sexual content like like oh and, and also the violent graphic content because i've seen there's movies i've seen where it just there's just full-on rape in in the vid in the movies that are uploaded to youtube uh, I remember, I remember hearing about there's a or seeing there's a 
there's a 40 minute long video called sex guide which is two people having sex and there's very little it's not a guide it's just two people having sex it's literal porn and I think with that video it was taken down and the guy put it back up and the second time it was put back up they didn't take it down so yeah there's a lot wrong with YouTube and until this shits get sorted out I'm not I'm kind of just like standing back and just letting what happens happen and that's what that really sucks too because I mean you have legitimate goals that you're trying to achieve on YouTube and you know it's put it's a chilling effect on creativity yeah cuz I mean I was going to be fine until that anecdote about the Beethoven piece came out cuz it's like well I'm planning on using a lot of uh Kevin McLeod's uh royalty free music and he he puts his stuff up royalty free you know you could use it however much you want but I'm worried about some fuckhead coming out say you know who did a remix with it like a half-ass remix and 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 playing monetization on your hard work yeah yeah and you know there's so many videos that explains why why this is fucked up you know you know, there's so many videos that explain it. You know, I hate everything. Did a video, Grade A Under A did a video, Toll Biscuit did a video. You know, um, the South, you know, uh, Doug from the South Critic did a video. And it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna sit here and wait. I'm just gonna sit here and wait, and and it'll get sorted out. It'll get sorted out, but it's gonna take a little bit. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna take a little bit. Meanwhile, I'll just sit here and just keep working on it and. And when, get, when shit gets sorted out, I'll start posting. Yeah. Like, um, hell, even silly things like I made a lowlights video from my brief stint with uh, Codblops 3. And I put it up and was just like, you know what? I really hope that this, you know, I'm pretty sure they couldn't. But you have that wonder in the back of your head. Am I going to get in trouble for just making this stupid video? Yeah. Yeah, and and I uh, I forgot who who said it, but uh, somebody said it's like I shouldn't have to be scared to do what I want, what I love to do. And I think that's what it boils down to is that people want to do this stuff, but they're too scared to do it because. It's their form. It's it's their main form of income, and it's getting they're, they're being robbed because because when when a video's content ID claimed, the person who made the claim gets the monetization, gets all that money, and it takes a month for that for that claim to be reversed. And, and in the meantime, and in the meantime, all that money. That was made off that video gets kept by the by the person who made the claim, mm -hmm. or by the company who made the claim. So if you pop a video and it gets, you know, two hundred thousand views in the first month, those two hundred thousand views, you do not see a penny of that, and you just basically have to hope that you can 
live off the off the couple thousand views it gets over the over the rest of its life. Yeah, because basically, once a video's quote done, I mean, you're it's not done. Seeing, yeah, yeah, it's done. Like I had that happen um, specifically with these silly comic dub things I'm doing. Once the main one hit its peak and fell out of rotation, my view, uh, my views just plummeted. Um, and they're recovering because I've produced some other stuff that people have found enjoyable. Yeah. But once you know, if if a thing doesn't stick in the first little bit, you're not gonna see much on that video. Yeah. And. And the problem is, is that, is that, it, it, when somebody makes a content claim, they don't have to prove that they own the content. Yeah. Burn of proof does not fall on the accuser. It falls on 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 the defendant. Which is pretty Which fucked up. Really fucked up. You know, so, yeah, again, that's, that's why I'm, I'm just holding back, holding back, and, and just wait for, wait for this all just to fucking shake, shake the fuck out. Yeah. Because, I mean, it sucks, but, you know, it's big money interests. Yeah, yeah, and it, it kind of irks me as well because I'm also a YouTube Red subscriber, which means the money I pay goes directly to the people I watch. And if their shit gets content ID claimed, that means the money I directly pay YouTube to give to those people doesn't go to them. And, uh, what's... Oh. For me, um, you know, and I'm speaking as someone who's... I have... Uh, like million and a half views um, but even then I've seen a little chunk of money from YouTube Red I mean it is something that has been a net positive but I've also been lucky enough that I haven't had anything uh, get hit yeah oh shit um but it's totally possible that there will be some, you know. It's not a question of if it's going to happen. It's a question of when. Well, I had my uh, first interaction with that uh, earlier this year, or actually late last year, um, where I got a copyright claim purportedly from Hasbro for a basically a wallpaper that was used in the background. It wasn't even like... Uh, it wasn't a screenshot from the show or anything. It was a thing I put together myself. And it still got hit. And basically I had to, to protect myself, I had to tear down 30-something vids. Oh, jeez. Um, and I've just now uh, gotten through that back. Everything that was up is now back up, um, and at the I mean, and it's not that big a deal because it was fanfic stuff. But those were getting about a thousand views each. Yeah, yeah, and 
It's the principle of the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to also say really quick, uh, for people wondering, um, that's that's why a lot of these guys go to go to go to um, Patreon. Um, some of them either don't or can't. Like I know, like people like um, like PewDiePie and Jacksepticeye and uh, and um, Markiplier don't go because one, they're behind uh, they're behind networks that actually care about them mm -hmm, because like, they're big fucking money. Yeah, and they're also big fucking money for YouTube, so YouTube is gonna touch them. Um, so that's why you see people like I hate everything. I think I hate everything does this. Um, but like all the I hate everything. Uh, Grady under a um, you know, and like alternate history hub, uh, and so many play, so many like mid tier. I I call them I'll, I'll call them like mid tier YouTubers. You know, they have like you know a couple hundred thousand subscribers. Um, that's why they have Patreons because they don't have the protection that the big guys have mm -hmm. and so if their monetization gets cut you know they can fall back on patreon maybe in theory i mean yeah. patreon is a iffy yeah it's in a really gray area well i mean i'm not saying well it's not even really a gray area it's just i'm just saying that you have to have people that are willing to throw the money your way yeah yeah it it's an extra step that people have to take, and they have to be really big fans of you to take that step. Yeah, because, I mean, for Notcast, we've got, you know, we get thousands of downloads on episodes and all this other nonsense, but we only have 30 Patreons. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'd i say that's probably the average. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have your thousand true fans, as it were. You know, and, it's, well, it's like... <laughs> I was like, let me look, um... Let me look at uh, uh, one guy. One guy I follow. Uh, let me s oh, sorry for that audio there. Um, yeah, it's um, the Armored Skeptic. He has 201,000 subscribers on YouTube, and he gets about he gets about. Uh, between 150 and 250,000 views on his videos. And he has a Patreon, and he gets $1,000 per video from Patreon. And he has 334 patrons. That's pretty cool. I mean, he does, like, what? Video a month? Or video a week? Uh, he usually does a video every two weeks. Okay. So well, I mean, that's supplemental. He ain't doing that real full-time, but still. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, 201,000 subscribers on YouTube boils down to 334 uh, patrons. So, the you know, that's, that's something they can rely on, but, again, the the proportions are very, are very, very different. You know, uh, another guy who's a little bit bigger... Uh, see uh grade a under a and there's the audio again i'm sorry about that <laughs> um he has 1.2 million subscribers and his patreon he has 1.2 million subscribers and he has 636 patrons now that gets him 4500 a month or yeah yeah he has it set per month so 
He has 636 patrons. He gets $4,500 a month. And he has 1.2 million subscribers. So it's like, again, it's, it's a good backup, but, you know, it's... It's... You can't rely on it you as can't, a full-time like, replacement for, you know... And you it, also have to worry about... there's the, the And there's shit going on with Patreon as well. Where uh, people have been able to skimp out on, 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 on paying. Like, mm -hmm. I, I've seen... Uh, especially from a lot of artists on Tumblr, I've... Uh, yeah, basically people would pay the minimum to see this shit, download all of it, and then cancel their uh, sub before... Before the payment went through. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's just... It's just... Yeah, it... You gotta remember that these content creators are people, too, and they have... And they have lives that they need to... They have... They, they need to live as well. So... Sorry, I'm looking at the different milestone tiers for grade A under 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 A, mm -hmm. and I love um. Okay, he has um a thousand a thousand dollars a month. He'll make an instruct instructional video. Uh, twenty five hundred dollars a month. He he does Twitch TV streams. Um, five thousand dollars a month. He turns um. YouTube into a full-time job. He basically will quit his job at five thousand a month. Uh, at ten thousand dollars a month, he becomes my parents' favorites. He becomes the favorite son of his parents. <laughs> at forty thousand dollars a month, he'll run for president of the United States. Yeah, the. Uh... See, I don't know how much we can bash on the on, on this because it's like so many people have already talked about it. Yeah, and we'll I mean we're coming at it from very, very, very small. Yeah, we're not even we're not even like We're like microscopic. Like yeah. okay, I, I crossed twenty one hundred subs today. Yeah. Um that's nothing. Um, no, no, that's yeah. <laughs> that's uh I mean, it's like, uh, uh, let's see. This month in February. Um, let's see. That's, you know, it's a little over, it's a bit over $150 in, like, ad rev. And, like, my tiny-ass channel has generated over $300 for YouTube. Yeah, and then they take their cut, which I think is about, was it, like, 45% or something? Yeah, they yeah. take their cut, and then the MCN takes the cut. So I'm not going to see, like... But, like, you can look at their, uh... In the last 28 days, my channel's generated $327 for YouTube. Yeah, and that's the thing, is I'm staying the fuck away from an MCN. Yeah. I am... You know, I'll, I'll, I'll bug regular car reviews and Mighty Car Mods and all that, and you guys to help me get views. I don't... I... You know, there's, you know, a lot. Of, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of bigger names say MCNs aren't worth it. Not meanwhile, anymore. Meanwhile, they're part. They they are still parts of MCNs, 
it was really you that made me be like, okay, I'm not going to be part of an MCM. Because it's like, yeah, all these people were saying, oh, don't be part of an MCM. Well, it's like, well, you're part of an MCM. Yeah, because we've seen that it's not good for us. Yeah, but like, it was a little bit harder. It was a little bit harder to believe Jesse Cox because he's already big and successful. But he's, you know, he got bought, bought by Polaris, or his he's part of Polaris. Yeah. Um, whereas with you, you're starting out from nothing, and you immediately join an NCN, and they haven't done shit for you. And so that's yeah. where I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, nobody bother. uses the site. Um, the it's all sub for sub bullshit. Nobody's like the fact that I crossed over a thousand. I'm now in like one of the high, like not higher tier, but you know what I mean. It's like there's I have more than the average probably. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I mean, these guys are taking 35% of what I already get, and I'm seeing nothing, really. Yeah, they haven't. The return on the return you're getting is not is nothing. Yeah, they they've made 25 bucks on me, or so. Good, and good that's breaking. probably that's, and that's that's how most MCMs are. Yeah. So it's I, I'm looking at them like. Yep, this isn't worth it. I'll just do it on my own, and and I will, you know, I'll, YouTube will take their forty-five percent, which is justified because they run the fucking sites. Um, but the rest of that is going straight to me. <sighs> and how much? How many? How much longer do you have in your contract? <laughs> Um, till December. Okay, so it's just ten more months, and then you can go, you can go back to being independent. Yeah, and there's other MCNs that don't have contract lock in and stuff, but it's just one of those things where these guys haven't done shit for me, and there, there's, you know, full screen is the biggest one in the world, but the thing is, they've, they done fuck all for the tiny ones like I'm in the tiny little like kiddie pool and unless you're in like a sub MCN you're not going to get more money and you're not going to get uh, you know you're not going to get fuck all really yeah yeah it's, yeah so it's just um, yes yeah, it's, it, it's just it's just not worth it it's just not worth it so so actually, I'm gonna look at my uh, so. <laughs> this month, February. Um, they're taking more than thirty-five percent at this point. And there's you probably don't have a. Yeah, probably don't it's ha like. Uh, yeah, estimated revenue one seventy-two, and then one thirteen. No, no, that's that's not right. But still, it's like, you fuckers, you're taking this, you're making this money off of me and doing nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, YouTube, man, it's, it's a hellscape, but it's the only hellscape we have. Uh, I also kind of noticed how, uh, how, uh, MCM is not far from MLM. 
multi-level marketing, aka pyramid scheme. Mm -hmm. That's how they make their money. They take $20 from you and $15 from this other guy and $20 from this other guy. And that's how they make their fucking money. So, I think that's enough recording for today. I think this I think this will do for a video for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz uh yeah, who knows how much longer SoundCloud's going to be around <laughs> after reading that one article. Uh apparently SoundCloud's having a lot of money trouble. So, who knows? They might get bought out or they might go out of business, in which case the podcast will have to find another home which uh which of that happens it'll be an inconvenience but it won't be the end of the world you know i'll probably just go back to libsyn thankfully i've got the rss feed through feed burners so i can just switch switch that around really easy and not have to worry about itunes because fuck trying to work with itunes mm. iTunes, I, the itunes store for podcasts is just fucking terrible and see, like, I'm actually looking at this, uh, like, like, the the top channel that's using the groups actually has 895,000 subs. Hmm. Um, Let me guess, do they do Call of Duty videos? Let's see. I bet they do. It's either Call of Duty, Battlefield, or CSGO. Where's their channel? Seventy-six percent audience similarity. Hmm. Let me let me look at Social Blade for my channel. <laughs> That's probably uh. They actually do uh, Forza. Oh, I think I follow the guy. I think I'm sub. I'm, I think I'm sub to the guy. What's his uh? What's his name? The Slap Train. Yep. Yep. I'm sub. <laughs> I'm actually sub to him because I. Yeah, I I watch I I will sometimes watch Forza videos. Yeah, he does drifting and car stuff. Yeah, I think he did a video on the Cadillac Escalade presidential limousine, where Jesus he, he where he put a fuck all NASCAR engine in it and turned it into this crazy ass drift machine. It was pretty awesome. And the thing is, like this guy had a hundred. He did his hundred thousand sub video. On August eighth, twenty fourteen, and he is at eight hundred ninety-one thousand. Yeah. Well, he's growing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He does like RL video stuff and uh, video game stuff. <laughs> so, uh, all right, I think it's good time to to end this video. One uh, one more thing, I'm probably gonna do is I'm probably gonna take that YouTube. Uh, YouTube course, the YouTube University course, whatever the fuck it's called. Mm -hmm. I forgot. I forgot what it was called. But I'm probably gonna take that, and uh, just cause, yeah, I kind of want to make what I'm when I do eventually, uh, when I do eventually start putting up videos, I want to make it a thing. So, but all right, I think we can end this video here and wrap uh, it up. We out.